Hello and welcome to New Hampshire's number one sports podcast, where one of the hosts once tried to assert his dominance by throwing a baseball completely over the backstop in infield outfield, and then just casually jogged to the bench after that happened. So Mike, it is the Never Wears podcast. I'm your host, Tom Brown, joined by my brother, Tim. And Tim, the people want to know, how is that asserting dominance? Well, I just wanted to show everybody that I could throw it over the fence uh, and across the street, which I could. Uh, okay, but from where? Like five steps beyond the, the infield? If player? I remember it correctly, I was at the fence in left field. Okay, so this thing went about 400 feet. If I remember correctly, yeah. Oh, my God. Anyways, um. And somebody was trying to tag up in that situation. I threw it out. No, but threw it over the fence. But oh, it was in in the actual game. Oh yeah. Oh, I thought it was infield outfield pregame. No, I caught a pop up. He didn't think I was going to catch, and he was halfway to second base. So he, I tried to throw him out at first, launched it. Oh, I thought I. So the whole time I thought you were just taking infield outfield. Well, now, luckily for you, the coach was our cousin. So he yeah. probably didn't mind too much. Yeah. But hey, it, we were, you know, we were probably winning. We were very good. Now, I, there's so much, so many follow-ups I have. Mm-hmm. The first one is he didn't think you were going to catch it. Why? Because you had to run a long way or you yeah, were. It was a shallow-ish left center bloop that I was able to catch. Did you just get a good jump on it? What did you think you were going to catch it? Of course. You were the whole time. Yeah. And I was wondering why he was running to second base. Maybe he lost track of outs. Well, that's foolish. The first base coach should have said something. Like less than two outs. Well, I guess you kind of want to go halfway on a pop fly to left if you're first to second, because if it bloops, maybe he was just doing the right thing and you overreacted. Potentially. Okay. All right. So as long as you admit that. Well, Tim, last week there was big shakeup. Celtics got eliminated. Mm-hmm. And the next day, Shams Sharania of The Athletic just casually says Danny Ainge is going to retire and Brad Stevens is going to take a spot. Then Woj jumps in and now it is a fish. Yeah. Like I thought originally this is a fake tweet. You got, you got caught by something on the internet last week yep. or this week. So I thought it was this fake thing. I was like, I'm not reacting to this. And then it's blowing up and sure enough, Danny Ainge retired. Then the Celtics GM or president of basketball operations, whatever his title was. Since 2004, Tim. Almost 20 years. Tim, what were what was a young Tim doing in 2004? Well, that's tough. It's uh, you were at fifth grade. That was fifth. No. Oh, four. Sixth grade, seventh grade. How many? You were th- what? Three years, four years behind me in school. No. So I was in ninth grade. So yeah, fifth grade sixth grade the distance was yeah you would be in fifth 
No, you would have been six. I was a freshman when you were a senior. Yeah. So there are two years between us. So if I was in ninth grade, you have eighth and seventh between us and you were in six. Anyways, what were you doing? Well, you... back then I was probably big into wrestling. I was just going to say, were you still into the WWE? Well, no, oh, 03, oh, 04, no. But who's, who's popular then? Cena? No, it was uh, the power trip. It was Stone Cold and uh, Triple H were a tag team. So it sounds like you're still into it. Well, I was into that. that. I was into it. Um, so, okay. I was probably, you know, crushing sour straws. Some things never and, change. Yeah, I don't know what else I was probably doing. So Ainge has been around since then. I remember some of the early stuff, like, I was a big Al Jefferson guy. I thought he was going to, like, be the guy. Trade him. Turned out to be the guy to get KG. Yep. So he does the KG trade, which luckily the guy he was trading with was his teammate on the Celtics throughout the 80s, Kevin McHale. So thank you to both of them for that. Wins the 08 title. Uh, really, really good chance to repeat if KG doesn't get hurt in 09. Really, really good chance to win again in 2010 if Perk doesn't tear his ACL. Perk, yeah. And then 2012, at least like, or 2011, 2012, at least like gave the Heat some shit. Yeah. Um, but the thing, have you heard that recently the new hot take is maybe the Nets won the, the like. That's ridiculous. Yeah. That's like the hot take now. I was Googling it before we started to see like where it, like what it was. They're and talking one about it, the first trade, right? The KG one. Yeah, the KG Pierce trade. Yeah. Because they traded him again and gave him a bunch of shit um, like five years ago. They did two trades with the Nets, but I think they talk about the first one that now all of a sudden the Nets are winning. Right. Well, so the whole thing is like Nets and a Nets blog said essentially they traded KG Pierce and like whoever else was in the trade for Brown, Tatum, and Kyrie. And now Kyrie's on the Nets. To which I say, not quite. It's no. like not exactly how you can look at that. It is not a straight up trade. Because no, they, they got Kyrie from a different team, which at one point the Kyrie was on the Celtics because they made they used the, one of the picks from that to get him from the Cavs. Yeah. Um, that trade is still ridiculously good for the Celtics because now they have Brown and Tatum, and they're both under twenty five. And they got rid of those ridiculous contracts. Yeah. Just the fact that people, this like retroactive, the Nets actually won it tra- is and bullshit. It was eight years ago, or right? right, eight nine years ago, and it wasn't like what the Nets got turned into Durant and Kyrie. Those they just went there. Yeah, they could have easily gone to the Knicks, and this isn't a conversation. Yeah, I didn't understand that argument. So dumb, um, but. It so, sucks that 
Brooklyn is going to just roll through the East. Yeah. They, Giannis came out like a man on fire tonight, though. Before you logged on, I was watching it. Um, but, yeah, I still three. yeah, I still think right now at the end of the first quarter, it's 30 to 11 bucks. But I still think the Nets will win. Yeah. Um, so, not only did, um, did he make that trade, he took Jalen Brown, which I guess in the, I remember that draft being like, was that the Lonzo? Some, who else was? There were two. The one and two were like determined, and he took Jalen Brown. Jalen Brown was the third best prospect, Three. but yeah, but he took him, and that and that's worked out. And then the big thing he did was swap the picks with the Sixers, and he took Tatum. Big Tatum, yeah. So, and it's always been out there since who knows since like oh eight oh seven oh eight he was going to take Durant. That was always his claim to fame if they won the lottery. I remember year. watching that lottery. In yeah, that was a bummer. And being super disappointed. Yeah. I I Dude, remember they seeing... had this number two, right? Second best odds. Yeah. And they and wound up with like the sixth or seventh pick. Or I think something. the fifth pick they took. God, was it Jeff Green? I'm going to look that up. But. The Tatum pick, that's like don't sleep on that. The how he could have taken him one, but he was like, Yeah, they're gonna mess this up and take Foltz. Yeah, the Celtics took Jeff Green fifth. It went Odin, Durant, Horford, Conley, Jeff Green. Um those first four players outside of obviously Odin got hurt, but yeah. way better than Jeff Green. Yeah. So, not all, so also in that shakeup is Brad Stevens uh, gets a promotion? Question mark. That seems weird to me. Yeah, I, well, I just don't know. I was surprised he's not coaching anymore. I just don't know what he's done to be like. Yeah, he should be in the front office. Because if he's had any say in the last, let's call it four years in the roster, he's done a shit job. Mm -hmm. So why should he get a promotion to be the president of operations? I think with the hope that he'll return to the head coaching job in a couple of years, I think it, just it doesn't make any sense. I think Wick likes him. I think Wick is just like this is our guy, and I don't know how much say he had in the roster. Um, I would hope none. Right, but because the roster is terrible, he was the head coach for eight years. I was surprised when I saw that. That's a long time. Yeah, uh, made the playoffs seven times, one year with a really shitty team. Um. Yeah, well, and then he his final record was, or so far after that eight years was three hundred and fifty four and two eighty two. It's not that good. Oh, almost a hundred more wins. Um, over eight years. 
and three trips to the Eastern like Conference Finals. A little over ten games over five hundred for eight years. What? If you have a hundred more wins. Yeah, except they went fifty three and twenty nine, fifty five and twenty seven, forty nine and thirty three. 48 and 24. Your math is off. No, that's good math. That's decent math. No, I think the thing that really throws a wrench in it is the first year they went 25 and 57. That probably doesn't help. Um, so he is going to move up. And my question to you, Tim, is mm-hmm. I think this is everyone's question. He always seems like this calm, quiet guy who will say subtle things to like if you fuck up or something like that is he going to make the decisions like Danny Ainge is like hey Isaiah Thomas thanks for the thanks for last season but we're going to go get Kyrie Irving I think he will I think he cuz he's calm in that manner I think it's just going to it's going to be more like a like I don't know. Like a serial killer? Like a serial killer, like just kind of slicing your throat. Like Marcus like, Smart, we're trading you. Yeah. Like Billy Bean in the, in Moneyball when he's like telling Jonah Hill, just. Yeah. Just cut him. Just cut him. And then you say you've been traded to Tampa Bay. Yeah. Um, yeah, I hope. And I hope the one you just said happens. Did you um, see the Kemba Walker thing? Yeah, that's on that list. We'll get there. Okay. Um, so I I think he will. I hope he's not loyal to guys because I think. I think he'll only be loyal to Tatum and Brown. Which he should be. Yeah. Um, yeah, I was going to just say I think he was loyal to Gordon Hayward. But when he was healthy, he was there. He should have been like the the guy running the off, offense off the bench and stuff. He was that good. He just was always hurt. When he came and in he, off the bench and ran he the made Hayward the fourth option when true. he came back. Probably shouldn't have been. But Oh, it was Kyrie Tatum. Oh, Brown, that Hayward. year. Yeah. That year Tatum bit I mean he probably should have shot before Brown that year, but yeah, well, I think it got a little funky last year when he he kept getting hurt, but like adding Kemba and putting him up Kemba above him was like probably not the best thing. Yeah. Uh All right, so Tim, there have been so many names for head coach floated about, which is normal cuz I don't I'm really interested. I would love to talk to someone who's a like a fan in a market of a team like I don't know what's another team that's always like decent and in the mix so just what I'm saying like the uh, I guess the Knicks are the same way maybe where every good player that's available is like oh we might go to the Celtics oh we might go to the Patriots you know I feel like that happens all the time where it's like I guess the heat but the Heat actually get players. Yeah, they have a. You want to go to Miami? 
But anyways, the reason Miami. the reason well, I think it would be hot. Yeah, but I think if you were a professional athlete and that was on the table, you might think about it. Um so yeah, I think that puts a bunch of names in there. Just some of the ones that have been thrown out there. Chauncey Billups, Jason Kidd, Sam Cassell, Kara Lawson, Becky Hammond. Uh, Jerome Allen is a coach for the Celtics. Jay Laranaga is the guy they always come out of halftime and get the updates from. Joe Mazzula. Well, I guess this athletic piece is just talking about basically every coach. Joe Mazzula. I got a different piece because I got uh, Fizdale, Lloyd Pierce, D'Antoni, Kid Cassell, Phillips. So I heard D'Antoni. I have not heard Lloyd Pierce. Um, Lloyd I heard... Pierce is like the big one. Oh, is he? Yeah. Did, is that the, did he just get fired from the Hawks? Yeah, he was the Hawks coach for the first half of the season. Yeah, that makes me nervous because the team kind of quit on them and now is good. So, but they also got um, who somebody came back. Bogdanovich. Uh, he came back and they timed up firing Pierce with him. Yeah, that was all. That was yeah. Um Fizdale's terrible. He's a I bad don't know. coach. What come on, take that for data. Do you remember the take that for data? No. Oh God. You gotta look it up. So there was he was coaching the Grizzlies, and there was something about like him not doing something that the analytics people said he should have been doing and they win he comes into the post-game press conference fired up you know the grind grind media over there uh grinded out tony allen zebo he comes in he slams the desk and he goes take that for data (laughs) (laughs) it was awesome um i don't know i guess I I can't imagine it's not going to be an ex-player. Out of the former coaches, I'm not really impressed by any of them. I would rather somebody's, this is their first time, he's an ex-player. Let's kind of see what happens. I was actually watching the um, uh, Clips Jazz, was it yesterday they played? Yeah. No, that not yesterday. Whatever it was. And Cassell is Cassell uh he's on the, the Clippers assistant or something. Yeah. He was just like on the sideline, like yelling out defensive stuff, getting like basically on the court. And I was like, hmm. I I could get into this. Oh no, he's on the Sixers. Yeah, that's what it was. It was the Sixers Hawks game. Oh, I think Billups is Billups is with the Clips. Um then there's um, – I don't think Carol Lawson would come back because she just took the head coach job at Duke for the Duke's women program, and she played there. So I don't think she'd come back. And then the interesting one is Becky Hammond. Did you see a f- interview with Stevens floating around talking about how he thinks she should be a coach and she should be soon? It was, I think they were playing the Spurs. This was like a season or two ago. And I just wouldn't be surprised. It wouldn't shock me if Becky Hammond was hired. 
I just she's think... an assistant for the Spurs now, right? Yeah, she's like second in line behind. But Pop. I wonder if she's just staying there for when Popovich leaves. She could be. That could be like a little thing back there, you know, a little backroom deal. Just hang around. But I don't think I know. I like. I was just gonna say I know Pop. I don't. But I like the kind the kind of guy he is. I just don't see him. If like Steven said, can we talk to Becky Hammond? He would be like, no. Yeah. So that's something that uh, I don't know. I want a former player, and I don't care if they're untested. Yeah, I like Mike D'Antoni's offense isn't going to work. I don't want D'Antoni. We've seen it, and they don't have the players. Yeah, Kemba Walker's knees are just rubber erasers from a pencil. I just—he's not going to be able to run that offense. Yeah, I think I—I like the ex-player thing. I think that's like—I don't know. I feel like it's a thing with younger players now that they'll—they might tune out someone that didn't play in the NBA. Yeah. So, and Cassell played for the Celtics. Almost won a championship. Again, Kirk didn't tear his ACL. So did Phillips. Didn't almost win championship, though. Yeah, I know. And it's so, it's a reason to hate uh, Patino more because he turned into a His nickname was Mr. Big Shot. Mm-hmm. And you trade him after like 50 games. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm interested to see like, I got the whole push notification on my phone today saying that Stevens was starting a search. I'm interested to see where they go. But also, you know, if the Sixers keep advancing, are they going to rule out Sam Cassell just because of that? Or are they going to wait for the season to end? I wouldn't be surprised if it's still after the finals. Yeah, I think it's going to take a while. And I don't really think they're in that big of a rush because they really there's not a lot of moves to make this offseason. Well, except get Kawhi. They're not going to get Kawhi. I know. But I have the top six um, free agents. Yeah, give them to me. So it's Kawhi, Chris Paul, Mike Conley. Lowry, DeRozan, Otto Porter Jr. That and some of those guys quickly. have to they have to opt out. Yeah. Opt out. We didn't but I think yeah, we talked it, about it this takes last week. A massive nosedive after We both were intrigued by Mike Conley. Yes. As a veteran who can run an offense and ship Kemba. Well, they wouldn't have to ship him out, but they can Where get did Kemba. I see the other did you see the Kemba for Al Horford taking Al Horford back? Wasn't Kemba that goes on to OKC? Wasn't that on Simmons' podcast? Was that him and Rosillo talking about it? No, I saw it. It was some um, NBA Instagram thing. Oh. Tim, you got to watch out for those Instagram accounts. Yeah, I know. I thought the Patriots signed RG three. I was so confused. And I was gonna say that's weird that they got a fourth. Well, my, my, I actually said to you, what did he die? Because I just didn't think the Patriots would sign him. Yeah. 
it, it, it tricked me. Yeah, they don't need a fourth quarterback. Quarterback. Um, Who does nothing the, the other quarterbacks do? So, yeah, I don't know. I think it will, yeah, be after the All-Star break. Or All-Star break. After the finals. Yeah. I think that's when they really go after it. Unless they have someone in mind and they're just like, we're going to do the runaround and then hire this person. But, um, all right, Tim, but now we can. Who would it be? What are you talking about? Well, like, who would they have in mind that they're like, we're going to get this guy? Well, that's the thing. I don't know. I don't know. That's where the only people right now that can kind of qualify for that are Becky Hammond, Kara Lawson, Jason, uh, yeah, Jason Kidd, because they're eliminated. Um, Dan Tony, Dan Tony, Lloyd Pierce. Yeah. It's a ton of people. I don't know. I want it to be a former player that hasn't done it before. Because I don't think Kid did Kid didn't do a good job, although I did like the move with the spilling the water. Yeah. That was That's so my dumb. style. That was, it was the a great worst. move. It worked. No, it didn't. They got a technical. Yeah. He, it's he. If the player s- didn't make it so obvious, or the coach didn't say "bump into me," very clearly. I like it though. I like the <laughs> the trying. Yeah, I don't want kid because maybe you know maybe it's like circumstantial. He he didn't have full. I also don't like Jason Kidd. Never have. No, me neither. He was nasty though. I just didn't. Yeah, like but him. I just didn't like him when he was on the Nets. Yeah. What about when he was on the Mavs and beat the Heat? It was tough not to like him. Yeah. Oh, what like this situation? Not just not so much him. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I don't know. I don't. I guess I'm in the same boat. I guess Cassell or Billups are the two I lean towards. Um. All right. So now we can talk about what you wanted to talk about earlier. Kemba is butthurt. It's a little sad that they tried to get Drew Holiday earlier in the season, which I said last week, I, I wish. And yeah. then the report, the little push notification I saw yesterday said he might want to part ways this, this summer. That's what I read. Mutually agreeing to part ways. Does that mean you will opt out of your contract? What does that mean? Because no one's going to take your $36 million this year with a player option that you're definitely going to pick up for $37 million the year after that. Uh, I don't think you opt out if you're Kemba Walker because you're washed up. And like I said, he's got eraser knees and he could make 70 million over the next two years. So, but I just think he's open to being traded anywhere. Again, please do. Please. Not that he has a no trade clause, so it doesn't really matter. Like, right. It's a matter of. I'm just happy that he wants to leave. Because even if they trade him for a bag of balls, 
I don't think those some... salaries will match. All right, throw in a washing machine. Thought hmm, we might need this washing machine. Um, yeah, Tim, I'm all on board for this. I uh, can I say though, I don't. You're gonna want... miss his 15. No jump shots from the nope. elbow. Nope. Nope. There's. Oh, you're gonna miss his step back threes. Nope. Tim, I can say. Right now, with complete confidence, there's not one part of his game I'm going to miss. I was gonna say, I don't, I don't want this to be like a um, salary match. I don't want Westbrook. I, no, no. Do you know what Westbrook does? He, Tim Westbrook once had Kevin Durant and thought, I need the ball in my hands. Mm. He played with he Bradley Beal. He had Kevin Durant and James Harden. And said, I need the ball. And Bradley Beal, all three. And he's like, no, who needs a ball in the hands? Me. I don't want that because then Tatum and Brown don't have the ball in their hands. Westbrook's better than Kemba. Yes. But I. Would you take John Wall? I'm a big John Wall guy. Why? Because he did the dance? No, because I think he likes to pass. Yeah, I think he. I think some he people passed a lot in Kentucky. Granted, that was probably ten years ago now. Yeah, what Kentucky? I thought you were going to say when he was going good with the Wizards. Jeez, oh. no, his Achilles injury. He was done. He's he's not like Durant, who just come back comes back and is like two thousand nine Kevin Durant. So if they have to, but if they, if it is a trade, which it probably will be, you can get two guys for him, money-wise. Yeah. Two bench guys. Yeah. Or you get Westbrook or Bradley Beal. I don't know. I. If can they I want... say I don't want Bradley Beal? Yeah, you can say whatever you want. Cock balls. I just don't. Un- he wouldn't fit. That's what I was gonna say about. That's what I mean about Westbrook. Do you know what they already have? They already have a high-level guy who's a score-first player. Now you build around him. Westbrook would fit better than Beal because at least he's a point guard that gets assists. He's he will shoot too much too much. Tim, he's not Westbrook's going to go shooting guard or forward like Bradley Beal. You're just going to have three forwards. Doesn't make any sense. I mean, right? I I personally, if I could, if I could walk into, if I get a telephone call tomorrow from Brad, he's like, Tom, are you busy? And I said, No, I don't have a real job. And he's like. And I was like, let me shut the door because, you know, students around. I don't want them to be here. He's like, tell me right now, you get to choose. Swing vote, Tim. I'm the swing vote. Oh, my God. You're Costner? Okay. <laughs> I'm the swing vote. He's like, Bradley Beal or Russell Westbrook? He's not even finishing Westbrook's last name but when, before I'm saying Bradley Beal. Well, yeah, I guess that's true. But, but I just don't like it. I don't want I don't either of them. It- Stay away from the Wizards. Let their team just suck. Crumble. Yeah. 
look, I just, there's, to me, there's no difference between Tatum and Beal, which you don't need two guys like that. You need to build around Tatum and Brown, put the guys around Tatum and Brown that can fit. And I wrote down here, I think Robert Williams is going to be like a good center next year. Hopefully for the main red claws. I like no, him. He's just, or he needs to fire his trainer. Call TB12. Get on the TB12 method. He's pulling muscles in straining ligaments, getting poked in the eye. He needs some pliability. A little bit of band exercises, some stretching, maybe some hot yoga. I don't know. Never yeah. done hot yoga, but I sweat a lot, so I can't imagine I'd like it. Oh, and you would smell. You'd get a rash. It would be bad. <laughs> um, yeah. I, I don't I, know. I just think he could be a decent center. On I their like team. Their team could be good. I like Time Lord. It's not that I don't like him. It's that I absolutely do not trust that I will see him in every game in a seven-game series. And their entire bench is terrible. Yeah. That's there, why. There's not one person that comes in the game where I'm like, nice. No. 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 There isn't. <laughs> not one player. And when the team's starting. Richard, Grant Williams, uh, Ojale, nope, nope. Naismith, nope. Richard You're just was... like, shit, can they not give up this lead before Tatum and Brown come back in? Pritchard would be a good second guard off the bench. Yeah. Not basically the sixth man like he was the last sixth man, year. yeah. Um, Marcus Smart's the most overrated player. I always liked I always liked in, the maybe the, in the NBA. I always liked the clubhouse guy or the idea of the clubhouse guy, things like that. Like your Kevin Millars. Yeah. You know your, what though? It your what's his name? Jim Jim Car- Cardona, what's his name? The long Joe Cardona, long snapper. Long snapper, but you know what? That you can't compare the the other sports to basketball because, like, your club clubhouse guy in baseball, Kevin Millar, he's gonna bat three times, four times a game at the bottom of the order, and he's like decent on defense. Don't disparage him. He batted fifth for a World Series winning team. No, but I know what you're saying. But Joe Cardona is a goddamn long snapper. Very important position. Pro Bowl long snapper. I'm just saying he's not taking 20 shots a game in a playoff game. Right. And that's what I was getting at. I liked liked the idea of him as a role guy, like Mr. Celtic been there. But now I would like him to get his welcome back. Thank you video. Yeah. And thank you for what exactly? You know, saying let's go to the crowd, taking charges. I really loved that game a few years ago against. They never won anything. The Rockets where he got the charge on Harden. Harden. I know, but you can't say that. Their three runs to the Eastern Conference Finals weren't exciting. No. 
Like, and he was a big part. He was too much of a part, to be honest. I feel like the three years they went to, he didn't shoot as much. Right. I was just gonna. You're not letting me finish, Tim. <laughs> he, the three years they went to the Eastern Conference Finals, were the years he had his role. Like he understood it. He didn't yeah. try and do too much. Scal said all year, like, people want Marcus Smart to stop shooting. I think those are good shots. No. He When he was shooting four a game, fine. Whatever. And if he got hot, he would just, like, shoot more. But average, I'm going to look it up. Go ahead. Say whatever you want to say. I'm looking this up. Yeah, I think the past two years he got in his own head about who he should be. He's still coming off the bench, and he's taken 20 shots, seven or eight, or which are threes that are just terrible. And then he kind of got, like, laxed on his own defensive play, which was his whole game was he was the best defender on the team. And now he's like, oh, I can score, and it just wasn't that way for him, and I think he's got to go. His attempts went... 4.1, 4.2, 4.6, 4.3, 6.5, 6.7, 6.8, 6.9, 6.10, 6.11, 6.12, 6.13, 6.14, 6.15, 6.16, 6.17, 6.18, 6.19, 6.20, 6.21, 
Yeah, I actually was able to watch the whole Clippers Mavs game seven. Yeah, that was a good the one. other day. It was pretty good. I saw I was a stat. Disappointed. You won the Mavs. I wanted the Mavs. Yeah, I'm, they're the just clip, terrible though. The Clips just don't do it for me. I like Kawhi no. a lot, but the rest of the Clips don't do it. I don't like Paul George. Fuck yeah. Marcus Morris. I think you're. I think that's like the majority people. He like. called himself. He so what does he call himself? Playoff. Playoff P. Playoff P. And then he called himself. Um, was it Finals MVPG or something? He said in an interview before he the playoffs even started. He hasn't. And I was like, "You're not that good." Also, you haven't won the finals MVP. And I've seen your legs stick out of its skin. And that was gross. Yeah, that was gross. Um, but I saw a stat yesterday in the Jazz Clips game that in the four wins against the Mavs, Kawhi didn't miss a shot or a free throw in the fourth quarter. He was incredible in that game. So Yeah. Sometimes he's like, yeah, I'm just going to be the best player alive for this these 12 minutes. And then he is. Um, yeah. But the clips for me, I guess, for me, just to, you know, mix everything up. I don't know. I kind of don't want to see Trey Young advance again. I know. But is, I was going to say, I want to see Phoenix, Atlanta. Oh, uh, yeah. In if, the finals. If the Suns and Suns, Jazz, Bucks advance, I'll at least be like, sweet. It's different. Um, I guess actually anyone out of the West is different now because LeBron's not there. Yeah, but I don't want to see the Clippers. No. I don't want teams that like. I also joined don't want superstars. to see Brooklyn, but they're gonna. They're oh, I know. 2-0 right now. Yeah, they. They need. Remember, I said it was thirty-two eleven at half at the end of the first quarter. It's forty-five forty-two, at half. There's like. It's it that's inevitable. That's just happening. Um, actually, well, it just I, sucks because I think they're gonna. If they make it, they're gonna beat any of the teams in the West. Yeah, they the only thing is unless it's the Clippers, which makes it even worse. Yeah. Because like Kawhi can cover Harden, I guess, and Paul George could cover MVPG. MVPG could cover Durant. Yeah, I'm I'm into the Suns right now. I think Chris Paul's been around. Booker's awesome. Just awesome to watch. Uh, I like uh, Denver. Yeah, I don't think it looks good for them. I don't think there's much after Jokic. Jokic reminds me of uh, me if I was... Skilled? Skilled in 6'8". Yeah. Body type growing up, you know? There's that picture of him. That picture of him? Yes. Is you at the beach. Yeah. That is the, exactly you. And we had the same idea where we passed to our player, you know, our team. We played the same way. Yeah. I just didn't develop as much. Right. Yeah. You kind of, you got stunted and 
your hand-eye coordination wasn't that great and you couldn't shoot so all those things but a great fowler you're a great fowler thank you you're welcome all right and then the last thing we're gonna hit tonight tim julio jones is not going to the patriots is it was it all made up this is what i was saying earlier where it's just like oh this person might be available he'll probably go to the boston sports team is that's what i want to know i want to go to philly I want to talk to someone from Philly and be like, you guys are a good market. Your teams are competitive. Every time someone's available, are they just going to go to your team? I Are you telling me the Patriots didn't offer a second and a fourth round pick for Julio Jones? I don't know. I'm not in the war room. I would have offered a first round pick. You haven't gotten anybody good in five years. I don't know. Who knows? Maybe he saw that Cam I Newton. I wrote WTF next to the second and fourth round pick. Tim, maybe he saw Cam Newton hurt his hand and was like, Cam's not going to play. It's a minor what? bone bruise. Have you ever had a bone bruise? I can only imagine. Yeah, probably. Had... Did... I broke Matt... a rib. Yeah, you broke a rib. Matt broke his hand in between two helmets, right? I broke uh, my hand once. Yeah, was it between two helmets? No, some kid from that shit school far away stepped on my hand. Shit school far away. Narragansett? No, where the blind kids, whatever that. The blind? We played them in in, uh, baseball, too. Murdoch? Yeah. Stepped right on my hand. What blind kids? It was a blind school on the way. Like you. Oh my God. Perkins School of the Blind. Oh my I believe God. was in a town next next to it. So that is what got you to. That's all you thought of. We're playing blind kids. Yeah. Well. And, and they were terrible. I actually one time was not prepared for a drill in football, and the kid across from me was doing the i'm gonna take this very serious thing it was just basically like you hold, type of kid. you hold the ball in one hand and you go and you kind of like pop them and wrap up the bag and, drill no it was like one-on-one it was like coming across the body to get your head in the right spot basically mm. he took it too serious in the way he got under me where my hand was holding the ball like slipped up in his helmet Pressed my hand against my face mask, and I had this terrible bruise all over my hand. I bet I had a bone bruise. I don't think it's that uncommon. Do you know what I did the next day? Was forced to be on the scout offense and just got manhandled again. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. okay. So you play tight end, uh, you're 150 pounds, and go against a kid that's gonna start for four straight years at UNH. Got it. Was that? Was that trash trash? Yeah. He, he, I don't even think he was trying to take it serious. He was just so much bigger and stronger than me that when he just put his hands on me, I was like, <laughs> this guy's got to chill. But he didn't, he wasn't trying. This guy's not cool right now. Um, yeah. So that's I used bad. to hate the bag drill where the coach would stand behind the defender and like throw up a number. And that was the hole you were going to go in? Yeah. I was like, 
I'm a lineman. I don't need to get form tackled by a linebacker right now. All you need to do is throw a couple punches, throw a couple uppercuts, softest chop, I guess. That's it. Learn how to pinch the back of somebody's thigh. We should have been in the in the woods just pinching each other. <laughs> Tim, that's that's true. That's a personal thing. That's a different podcast. That's a late night podcast. <laughs> All right. So we'll end it with you pinching people in the thigh. Um so we'll see how it goes with I can't, this. I don't think that the Patriots offered a second and a fourth. I don't know, Tim. Because Julio doesn't get to choose. Did he have a no trade clause? No. Oh. Yeah, that's a, that's that's a bad luck for the Patriots then. But I think you're right. It's all Boston teams. You see what somebody gets traded for, and you're like, they didn't offer that, and it's like, no, they didn't because they're just right. But leading up to it, it's like, oh, here's why this person's going to come to the Patriots. Yeah. I don't know. I have no friends at all that are fans of a different sports team in a different sports market. So I don't know. I I mean, I got Madeira, Reyes. Who are they? What are they fans of? Madeira's a Bucks, Lightnings, uh, Rays fan. So I wouldn't say until Tom Brady just went there. And the Rays in general, I don't think they're, I don't think the Rays are going after Manny Machado a couple of years ago. No. Um, and then what's Madera, Houston fan? Rays, yeah, he's a Houston fan. Oh, Rays. Well, that's a good thing we could ask. You could shoot him a text. Because they're, he's a, a Titans fan, not a Texans fan. Oh, was his family Oilers fans? Yeah. Huh, interesting. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what's going on with that. But um, that's all we got for this week, Tim. I Good will, job uh, staying on top of uh, two weeks in a row here. Yeah, proud of you. Um, all right, so we will hopefully be back again next week. What are we talking about next week? I don't know. We'll let the week develop. I'll talk. We'll be in touch on Wednesday. All right. We don't have to plan this now. All right, so I'll see you again next week.